Welcome to the Antioch Word, a podcast for the Antioch College community. My name is Mary Evans, and I'm the 2018 Miller Fellow at WISO. On this episode, Dayton, Ohio native and social media music star Yellowpane stops by WISO Studios for an exclusive about his music and what social justice issues he supports. What's up, it's uh, Yellow Pain. Yellow! We in here, I'm at the radio station. Uh, I'm a rapper from Dayton, Ohio, just uh, chasing my dream, trying to inspire people, all that. Well, I have a couple questions for you. Um, my first question to you is, how was it like growing up in Dayton, Ohio? Uh, growing up in Dayton, Ohio, um, it's a little bit weird because, um, you know, like once I actually left Dayton, Ohio, like, a few times it really let me know that it's not really a lot going on in Dayton. So uh, growing up in Dayton, Ohio, you get exposed to a lot of negativity really fast. Um, it's a small town, so it's a small town mentality. I wouldn't even necessarily say it was like necessarily so hard because it was it's what life was, what I knew life to be was Dayton. Like you know, what I mean, even to this day, I, it's hard to like escape my mind from where I'm from. But um, yeah, Dayton is it's not a lot of opportunity, but uh, you know, we trying to make the best out of it. How long have you been involved in media arts, like producing and your videography and rapping and all that stuff? I've been uh, rapping as long as I can remember, probably around the age of seven. I think I uh, started uh, engineering and uh, production and stuff like that around like 14, 15, and then I started video around 16, 17. I really just uh, got into all of that so that I didn't have to pay nobody to do it for me as an artist. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all about sustainability when you're trying to be, you exactly. know, your own your own marketing, like yeah. when you're marketing yourself and like selling yourself, like Straight that's up, the did. that's the main thing. Cut the cost all the way down. Absolutely. Is that why you chose social media is because of access? Social media is the, the best way to reach people all over the world from at home you know what i mean like it take a lot of resources to reach people in other countries and other states so you know when you got social media you could target those people or you know what i mean you could reach people and inspire people all over the world like one of my videos i had made uh because of the drug epidemic and day in ohio you know what i mean and i was like dang you know it's so bad here so i wanted to make a song to help people in my community and it uh, spread all over the world all the way to australia costa rica like places that i probably won't even go oh you're gonna go you're gonna go (laughs) but it's just like you know what i mean and that's the power of social media you can inspire people all over the world so uh that's one of the reasons why i love it so much great speaking of that video that um it's funny so i was telling you pride lion shout out to michelle bird aka pride lion big ups to you so she turned me on to some of your videos and stuff and so with issue one coming up in that song do you really want to die it's like so powerful okay so issue one is where they're saying let's give more people treatment and less time in prison so do you feel like that's relevant or like how do you feel about that because i'm I, it's a two-sided coin for me and i'm gonna tell you like my perspective but it's like wonder like how do you feel like knowing that you probably have some friends that are doing football numbers in the prison systems because of you know not even being a kingpin like being a low-level drug right. dealer and they weren't offered the opportunity to seek treatment so now they're going to be setting in there but now for people coming on like say for instance i had a pack and i sold it i get caught i can get treatment for it now yeah. so like how do you feel about that that's a really really touchy situation because I I got, you know, people that I love in both perspectives, Um, people that 
I know personally that have died because, you know, they've been so, I mean, obviously they were addicts, but, you know, they were on drugs. And I don't necessarily want to say it's the drug dealer's fault, but, you know, they're a huge contribution to it. So, um, but then also I got, you know, friends and family that's doing football numbers in prison for selling narcotics. So it's one of them situations I really don't want to speak too much on because honestly, I feel bad for both. You know what I mean? So um, I just, you know, I hope the system can work out the best possible possible solution for that um maybe you know people that's selling drugs if they could give them less time but you know just i don't know i think the biggest honestly solution is to find a way to get the drugs off the street not necessarily the people selling it you know what i mean right. for me it's like a two-sided coin you know yeah. i've been inside you know being the recreational provider aka drug dealer also my mom battles with opiate addiction and it's like you see all this stuff and then you see like what you're contributing to but then you go back to your childhood and me i grew up in like the early 80s late 90s so it's like if we would have just had like an eighth of the resources that they have now available for the crack epidemic there probably wouldn't be that many black men in prisons that many black children in the um, systems and that many black broken family homes because people would have had a chance for treatment then you know what I mean so now because it's attacking white people in the suburbs and all this yeah. stuff so like now we got to make change but then again it's like okay so if the change is going to happen now it's better now than never right. so it's two-sided for me yeah I get what you're saying I think honestly the best solution I would say um is just creating more opportunity for for people who sell drugs, you know, a lot of people, you know, I've been close, you know what I mean, to turn into that because I don't know how to make some money, you know what I mean, I got to survive. So, you know, it's a, it's a tough situation, but I, I just think it just need to be more opportunities presented so that, you know, a majority of the people that I know that, that sell drugs, they do it because that's the only way they feel like they can make a lot of money in a little bit of time. And honestly, sometimes we be needing a lot of money in a little bit of time. So um, I just think we need more opportunities to make money outside of selling drugs and we're not exposed to a lot so yeah i just think opportunity would be the best solution versus just incarcerating everybody trying to snatch them up off the street and give them 30 years like just give us more opportunity but that's what i'm doing music for so that i could provide some of those opportunities in my community yeah, I was talking about access earlier and you're talking about providing opportunities. And I know that when you live in an urban area and gentrification happens and a lot of stuff, you know, disappears, um, you have really no access for like children that the age that you were when you first started out that want to do this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So like, I guess my question to you, what's the first step and bring that all together? I mean, you have like Cox Media, he does like his little boot camp and stuff like that. Like, do you see yourself maybe trying to like do some workshop and teaching media services to like student, like, you know, younger kids that are looking up to you that might want to like follow in your footsteps? In the long run. Yeah, of course. I would definitely want to uh, start some workshops and anything to honestly keep, uh, younger people that's uh, interested in uh, any type of career path to give them an outlet, give them something that they can do or something that they can stay interested in that's, you know, more, might be a little bit more fun than just going to school and doing the regular, you know, what school provides. But, you know, I definitely got to grow a little bit more personally before I can just, you know, create those opportunities or put all of my time into it. But I'm definitely interested in doing stuff like that for sure. Cool, that's awesome. Why was it so important to make the video about your brother? You know, we just had National Coming Out Day, mm -hmm. and you speak about an, um, your other brother in the song, Do You Really Want to Die? So yeah. was it, like, um, something that you just felt, like, compelled to do, or was it something to, like, create a better understanding between your two's relationship? Um, you know, I didn't know about National Coming Out Day until the video was already, like, out and everything. Um, it's like, honestly, that was just something that was on my heart. Um, I wanted to promote that message because I love my brother a lot, and, you know, 
sometimes you know when you do stuff um that you feel like people that that are close to you don't don't directly approve of it's so easy to just feel like you by yourself and i know it's a lot of people out here that probably go through that um feel like they're alone because of what they chose to do rather it be homosexuality rather it be um sometimes some families are super religious and they you know they turn their backs on some of their children just because they don't follow the religion they follow you know anything and i just wanted to promote that message of unity and uh in a family and uh specifically in a black community but in any community really just you know we we can't be turning our backs on people that we love because of you know their choices you know what i mean like love is stronger than anything that you know we do or don't approve of so. yeah so tell me a little bit about um sabrina jordan i follow you on instagram and you made a post so can you tell the audience a little bit about that yeah man um i was uh performing at a voting rally uh probably about a month back and this lady uh told me that what I had said at the rally had really inspired her. And she told me her story. She had lost one of her sons had got killed in the streets. And then another one of her sons had got killed by a police officer. And she didn't get justice for that situation. And then she got another son that's doing life in prison. So she, she got three sons that she probably never really get to, you know, had that connection, had that closeness with again. And it's like, you know, that hurt my soul. When she told me that story, she told me that what she was doing and that she was having an event. Like, soon as she said it, I was automatically drawn to it. I wasn't putting no price on it. I just wanted to show up and show love because that's serious to me. Like, anything I could do to be a part of something like that, I want to. Like, I feel so bad for that lady, and I can't bring her sons back. You know what I mean? I can't, but I can help her spread her message. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's what I did. So you were at a voting rally. Are you registered to vote? Yeah. Yourself? That's awesome. Definitely. Let's talk about some of your music. So you have a ton of videos that have 12 million plus views on, um, you know, Facebook. And then you have 228,000 shares. Most of your music videos have a message. I mean, you have some videos that are pretty cool that you produce and you have like other artists. Um, which ones do you like to do the most or you just like them all? Do you like focusing on like your solo career and your message? Or do you like when you do collaborations? I like doing collaborations with people from our city just because... We don't really have a music voice in our city. So especially with me now being exposed to millions of people, I'm like, dang, so I could take millions of people and turn them on to some of the people that I love listening to, that I grew up listening to in my community because we don't have a music scene in Dayton, Ohio. That's where I'm from. So it's like, yeah, of course, like those collaborative uh, projects, I think, are the most important projects to me. Um, but of course, I'm a solo artist. I'm not like in a group or nothing. But but yeah, I, I, like, I like collabing. That's fun. You're listening to Yellow Pain on the Antioch Word. Next, Yellow Pain tells us where we can find his music, where he'll be on tour, and who his all-time favorite music artist is. This is the Antioch Word. I just want to talk to you one time. I really don't want to, but I had to. Gotta ask you. Okay, so you do like all your own video production, correct? Yeah. So, like, what's that process like? Like, take me through that. Hell, uh, nah. <laughs> It's uh, it's it's hectic. I mean, you know, I gotta shoot everybody's part. I gotta, uh, you know, bring everything together for the video, and then I gotta edit it. Um, sometimes I have like obviously I can't physically record myself, so a lot of times I have my girl or my little brother. You know, I show them the shot. I might have them stand in a position to where I would be, and then I had them duplicate that same shot. So they both getting pretty good at it now. So, but yeah, like it's just like that's the process: shoot it, then edit it, you know, then put it out. Right. 
Oh, I know all about that. That's kind of like, you know, my major, so. Yeah. I have a question, though. Are you going to, like, do a movie at all? Like, are you, gonna, like, thinking about doing a movie or something like that? Because yeah. I think it would be pretty cool if you did. Down the line, I wonder, um, it'll probably be, honestly, as soon as I cross over to success, that'll be probably, like, my main priority is to do a movie because like it's just like my journey is just it's, it's a journey you know what i mean like even just so much of the stuff that i do behind closed doors like a lot of people are supporters and fans of me they don't even know i'm a videographer like they don't even know that you know i engineer record mix master everything they don't know you know that i make the flyers the album covers they don't know that and i'm not saying this from an arrogant standpoint it's just like it's it's a lot you know what i mean and then trying to balance that with my personal life i feel like i got a story that i would love to share with the world so you know one day i feel like it'll be a movie i put together but you know it'll be down the line are you going to be going on tour or do you have any concerts or any like events or venues coming up that you want us to know about? um yeah i got a See, I don't even know the specifics. I know I got a show October 30th in Columbus. I got a show November 30th in West Virginia. I know I'm bad with this. So you're naming like all these places. You don't even know where you're performing, but weren't you the same person earlier that said, I don't even know if I'm going to go to Costa Rica or Australia. <laughs> like that's what I'm talking about. So like you're definitely Shut like up. well on your way. Thank you um, so do you have like digital albums or, you know, like places where we can come and find you and like support and purchase and that way, you know, it's all about sustainability. You know? Yeah, appreciate it. Of course. Um, uh, my last album I just put out uh, just about a month ago is called This Year. It was my declaration that I'm going to be famous by the end of this year. I feel that in my soul, my heart. And God is working so well right now because it's like everything is really taking off in a way I never imagined. Like as soon as I made that declaration, I'm like, there you go, God. I appreciate you. But uh, yeah, this year is on iTunes. Um, that's Apple Music, uh, Spotify, Tidal, SoundCloud youtube wherever you go to listen to your music nine times out of ten if you type in yellow paint it's gonna be there so right just, yeah well i just felt compelled to ask you to come out here to the show because i was given a chance and an opportunity so i feel like when i see people that are really like trying to you know, maybe we're not um we don't have the same goals in mind but the objective's the same and that's like moving forward so if i have a way to you know let other people that i have access to have access to you so that way that can help you grow bigger like that's what i want to do and so like that's why i have the people that i do have on my show not that i am saying that other people don't matter but it's just like you have some people that talk that talk mm -hmm. and they're not like really walking it but sure. i see like with you like you're actually like you're showing up and you're doing what you're saying you're going to do and like and then you go from there and you like move on to the next project. And if I can give, if I can be a platform for other people and all of our listeners and stuff to like get to know you and, and become fans like I am, then great. Like that's what I want to be able to do. I want to be able to give back, especially to people of color who come from limited places like myself. So I just want to thank you for coming out here and being on this show. Okay, so could you tell me um, about some of your musical influences and like why it is you choose to like make the beats you make? And also, have you ever sampled anyone? Okay, when you say musical influences, are you referring to, like, people or life experiences or? All of that. Okay. Um, my musical influences, uh, you know, I started making music really early. I got influenced by one of my older cousins when I was younger, but... Um, at that time, music was just something I was doing um, for the reason everybody else do it, uh, like, you know, to get girls, to, you know, nice cars, you know, everything that they that they show you that you can get out of being a rapper. But um, once I hit around, like, maybe, like, 12, 13, 
life, you know, kind of hit me a little bit more. Like, I was in school, you know what I'm saying? I, I wasn't really getting the attention that I, I wanted to get, you know what I'm saying? I was, you know, I was real shy. I got picked on a lot. Um, I didn't have a lot of money, so I was dressing kind of bad, you know what I mean? It just it just wasn't, it, it really wasn't good for me. It was a low time, and, and then, you know, just those experiences just made music become all I had. Like, it became my outlet, my way to just, just, it wasn't really to inspire other people at that time. It was just to just relieve some of my stress, some of the frustration that I had on my heart. And, um, you know, I listened to a lot of a lot of artists, um, you know, like, let me see. Um, growing up, I'd say Meek Mill, Eminem, J. Cole, like a lot of conscious artists, but even a lot of high-energy artists. But just anybody that really was just speaking, like, from a struggle standpoint, because that's all I just felt like I could relate to is just emotional, you know what I'm saying? And once I started to get a lot of feedback off of my music and I seen everything that I was talking about, other people was going through, other people wanted to be entrepreneurs, other people, you know, was, you know, broke and needed money. Like when I seen that a lot of other people can relate to that, that's when it was like, okay, that's my inspiration right there. Cause I'm going through this and other people going through it, they can go through it with me. Like, it's like, we are army. Like everybody that listens to my music is just like, it's like my friends now. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it became like a way to just inspire a lot of people. So yeah, that's my inspiration. Just relieving stress and just, you know, just motivating other people i love it i have a question so the guy that um that's featured on the song um which one do you really want to die okay okay does like he do, is that the only music that he's ever produced or does he like have his own thing too or what is that just someone you knew that you wanted to involve no nah, um adam van hoos um he from my saint, my city. Like I said, I like to feature people from my city that I see chasing their dream. Um, I think he on American Idol right now. Um, but he, you know, he he a, he a singer. He pretty good. He was on X Factor a few years ago. One of the uh, top 40 finalists. Um, he a dope artist, you know what I'm saying? And um, I just wanted to bring somebody in, like, that's chasing their dream that, you know, I, I knew it was a dope topic and I wanted to bring somebody dope into that and not just anybody. So I chose somebody from my city that was chasing their dream. Yeah. So then with that being said, so you're you'll work with like different genres then. Yeah, of course. Okay. So like what's your favorite genre other than hip hop? Like what's your what's your second favorite genre to like work with? I say country rock. It's like uh yeah, like country rock, like Chris Daughtry type music. Uh just like Taylor Swift is my favorite artist and I know it's like unlikely because of just my demographic, but I love Taylor Swift, Carrie Underwood. I mainly love Taylor Swift because like just when I seen her first come out, she was writing all her music and playing the instrument and just that, you know, jack of all trades type of thing. I mean that's kinda how I am, so it was like inspirational. But more than that, just the melodies was catchy and the music was so dope, it was new. I was like, Man, I love Taylor Swift. So I say like that country rock pop but it's like more country but just not like the old country like the like not none of that but just that new wave country i love it do you have songs that you've actually songs that you've made for yourself that actually have this like country rock yeah do you yeah like what are some of them so we can find them if we want to um i now i gotta think back because uh you know once you find your niche you gotta kind of massage it so i don't really make that much of that music no more it's probably like 2015 it's still on itunes and everything but look if you go to any uh like itunes yeah just if you go to itunes and search Yellow Pain and look for my album called No Excuse. It's uh, the pop version, and I got, like, 
a lot of different like pop and country rock and just type of music like that. So yeah, just look for Yellow Pain, No Excuse on iTunes and you'll be able to hear some of that. I don't do it as much no more, but I probably will one day, but you know, that's not really my my thing right now. What is some new music you're working on? What's some new projects? And where can we find all your stuff, all your handles and all that stuff? You can find everything at Yellow Pain. Um, whether you're a Twitter person, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, whatever type of person you are, everything is at Yellow Pain. Y-E-L-L-O-P-A-I-N. Yellow Pain. YouTube, at Yellow Pain. I ain't Ain't no underscores, none of that. We're keeping it simple. Um, I got a lot of new stuff coming out. I don't really like to speak too much on the specifics, um, but uh, just be on the lookout at Yellow Pain. Yeah. And is there anything else that you want to, like, tell us or get out there or anything like that? Uh, I thank you so much for having me on the show and for reaching out to me. Like, it means a lot that you, you know, took the time out, you know, to hit me up and ask me to come on here. Like, you know, I, I mean, I feel like I'm blowing up, but I don't feel like I'm where I want to be. So anybody that, you know, just reach out to me personally and decide to give me an opportunity, that means so much to me. I yeah. promise you. Thank yeah. you so much. Well, hopefully you're not too famous by June when we do our music on you May. You got my number. You can come out here and perform I'm for out us. Here. We had you Talib out here in June. We had Talib Kweli out here in June. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was very, Hey, it was listen, right. you hit me up. <laughs> I'm out here. I all appreciate right. you. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. I can't handle Thanks for listening to The Antioch Word. You can find more episodes of our podcasts at WISO.org, on NPR One, or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Before you take that, think about the consequences. No, you probably don't think it matters because your mom addicted, right? But look at how your mama living. Well, how am I supposed to fix the pain? You ain't got to fix it. My brother used to pick my clothes out and motivate me. That was my best friend. My only maybe He used to tell me that no matter what he had my back If I needed something he did it for me and that was that He in prison now, 10 years for molestation Of my favorite little cousin, now that's crazy And honestly I wanna hate him But if this story can save a life then I'd be